Welcome everybody to the loudest podcast, loudest podcast on the internet. I'm your host, Asterios Coconuts. With us as always is Sarantia. Hello. This, we're doing it. We're, it's the voicemail episode. And this is the episode where you, the listener, you get your voice heard. Usually you're just hearing us blah, 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 bling, 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 whatever. Now we finally get to see what's on your minds, on your sick Diseased minds. Are you excited, Sriracha? I'm so excited. Can I talk first? Can I talk first, oh, though? Sure, it's your show. Whichever one of you motherfuckers, let me tell you, I found the fakest Am I the Asshole I've ever Okay, so this is not about voicemails or giving the listener a voice. Nah. So, Asterios, I was scrolling through, I was browsing through the Wild West of the internet again. I was on Reddit. I was on Am I the Asshole. Uh-huh. So, I'm, I'm casually scrolling, and sometimes people will take screenshots of, like, Am I the Asshole posts that are obviously fake. Like, no human being would react like the people in this story. They send them to me and they're like, is this you? Is this you? And uh, usually, most of the time, well, I haven't ever said yes to someone because no one has ever gotten one that I put up there. But let me tell you, I was scrolling through AITA the other day. I found the fakest fucking am I the asshole in my entire life. I don't know which one of you motherfuckers wrote this, but I saw this and it was like two in the morning. I was scrolling through my phone and my first thought as I'm like half asleep is, yeah, okay, I got to screenshot this because it's going to get removed from the thing. <laughs> <laughs> so, Mysterious, <clears throat> I was hoping that uh, you could help me decide if this person is the asshole or not. Troll trial it is. Am I the asshole for pointing out the historical inaccuracies of my girlfriend's erotic writing? Hmm. My... M20, girlfriend, 20F, let me use her old computer while mine is broken, and I found an old archive written by her when she was 16. It is a long story about a maid in the antebellum South that has a romantic affair with the man of the house. It's not as overtly sexual as you might be thinking. It has sex, mostly towards the ending, but it is mainly romantic and very emotional. The maid is clearly meant to be a version of my girlfriend. Everything was fine for me until the part when they arrived to a train station. The maid wanted to leave because she couldn't bear for their romance to be hidden anymore. The man was following her, trying to convince her to stay. The issue is that I found the general representation of the station and later in the story, the trains themselves to be full of anachronisms. I am a train enthusiast and I know a lot about the history of rail transportation Uh in the United States. So I talked to my girlfriend about it, but she got upset. She has been saying I shouldn't have read the story because it was a personal thing from when she was a teenager. She is also mad my reaction was something as superficial as the level of (laughs) as the level of train accuracy. (laughs) Which one of you fucks was this? No, okay. No, I just have to ask. Does he explain what the train inaccuracies are? For example, is is like the slave owner being like, oh, come back, no, oh, don't get away from me on that diesel train. And, and, and then the guy's like, it's a steam train, you idiot, it's a locomotive. Diesel wasn't invented until the 1900s. I don't know, because I just screenshot it, and I was like, yeah, I got to talk about this. And then it fell asleep. I assume it got removed for being fake as fuck. What are the chances <laughs> that you wrote this while high and forgot? Well, that would be incredibly funny, but no, it's not me. Okay. Oh, if it wasn't trains, I would totally believe it. I They had it's, me on the hook until the train part. I, I was way, way down. You know why I like this a lot? Because they bait the hook with, you think it's going to be, am I the asshole for accessing her files? That's a pretty good am I the asshole. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like, hey, don't go snooping. That's not nice. But, you, but no, it's about... It's about trains. That's great. Could have picked anything else besides trains, and I probably would have bought it. Like, oh, the types of material used on these dresses weren't common in this period. Like, yeah, I would buy that. I sure. would abs- I'd abs- trains? No fucking way, buddy. Absolutely not. <laughs> Damn it. Now all I want is to re- – now I feel like the asshole because I want to read this story so badly, knowing that it probably doesn't exist. Why don't you start your own subreddit called – my big fake asshole. And it's just all of the best fake am I the assholes. You could get all that karma. Oh, I'm sorry. Harvest all that karma. You could go mad with an extremely small amount of power. And then you could end up on Tucker Carlson making liberals look bad. That's funny. That is kind of, there's a subreddit almost kind of like that. It's called Am I the Angel? And it's screenshots just like posts where people are clearly whoring for karma. Because- <laughs> Tell me about 
some of these posts you see. This is great. Here, let me give you an example. Voicemails are coming, I promise. I promise. Okay, so I am 30. Am I the asshole for kicking my parents out of dinner? Uh, my girlfriend's parents walked in and shat on my floor and slapped me across the face. I told them that if they were going to shit on my floor, they would not be welcome here. They stormed out and called me rude. Was I the asshole? Oh, that's really, really good. Was I the asshole for using my last $5 to feed the homeless? Right, like there's nothing in them controversial in any way. So everyone in the comments is just circle jerking about how good of a person they are. Oh, oh, there's different like flavors of those fake humble braggy. <laughs> am I the asshole posts? Like, am I the asshole for telling the boomer bitch Karen behind me in line to shut her whore mouth? <laughs> like, I was standing in line at McDonald's and I heard the woman behind me say that boys can't wear dresses <laughs> and that her kid could not have a, quote, Barbie toy because he would be getting, quote, a boy toy. I turned around and informed her that pink was worn by men traditionally until, I don't know, 1650 and that dresses were also considered to be unisex wear for small children. The entire McDonald's clapped. <laughs> and the woman grabbed her kid's hand, called me a slur, and ran out. Was I the asshole? Okay. Next week, we've got to dive into the best, am I the angel? Is that what it's called, by the angel? Yeah. Okay, I love that. Also, we should have a contest soon where the best fake, am I the asshole, wins every sticker we still have. Oh, I have an idea. I have an idea oh, for a contest. Yeah, yeah, wait, wait, yeah, yeah. Here's an idea for a contest. Okay, okay. okay. If you can write, I want you to write, listener, I want you to write an AITA post, and it can be real or fake, okay. and we have to guess. We have to read it and <gasps> guess if it's real or fake. We don't care if you're the asshole or not. That's not what we're judging. We're judging, can we tell what a fake AITA is? So try your best. Send them in. I'll send you a bunch of stickers if I fail. Yeah. This is, it's stump the judges. Yeah. Uh, that is great. Okay, look, we have a lot of stickers. We will send you one of every sticker we can if you can successfully stump the judges. Awesome. We, it needs a better name than stump the judges because we're the judges of the troll trial. But trick the trolls. Trick the trolls. Can you trick the trolls? Troll the tricks. <laughs> All right, well, listen, speaking of trolls. I haven't heard these voice. Have you you have heard these voicemails. Oh, listener, yes. As long as the day is long, I sit and I listen to your voicemails all day in my little corner with my what's that thing called? Where like Rapunzel pricked her finger at spinning wheel. I sit there spinning my hair into gold yarn all day, listening to your voicemails. And let me tell you, some of them are pretty fucking bad, but some of them are good. So I hear you've picked the most recent seven emails. Now, did you harvest any out? Or is this unvarnished, what's that word we use? Awkwardness. Awkwardness. No, it is varnished awkwardness. There were some of them, like the guy that just screamed in and said, hey, Steery said, fuck, and then hung up. Wait, that's great. <laughs> Didn't leave that one Okay, in. I love it. What, wait, what? That's great. Okay. Because next week, here's what we're doing. And I, we haven't even got to this week's yet. Next week, worst voicemails. The worst voicemail. Because here's the thing. Rancho. I I wa I watch her sitting there making faces and looking sad, listening to like some of the worst voicemails you've ever heard. And if she's got to suffer through it, we're all gonna have to suffer through it next week. So you write this phone number down right now: eight four eight eight six three five three four three. Or you email the voicemail at the loudest podcast at gmail.com. Voicemail. Amnesty next week. If you've never gotten a voicemail on Bo the Sheep, this is going to be, we will next week open voicemails, no quality control, let the chips fall where they may. No slurs. Well, okay. Anything without okay. Right. slurs, there will be a, please. There will be a slight amount of quality control. <laughs> yes, but the barest amount of quality control. All right. Hey, well, speaking of quality, let's listen to this first. Mm, quality voicemail. I'm excited. Hey, Sarancha and Asterios. Hi. I have a comedy conundrum. Okay. You see, I'm transgender, and I've been on estrogen for three and a half weeks, and I want to come out to a friend of mine by just announcing that. <laughs> the problem is, the longer I wait before telling him, the funnier it'll be. <laughs> Seeing as you are both pretty funny people, and one of you is a trained comedian, I want to ask, Just one of you, how though. long should I wait to ensure that this coming out is comedically optimized? All right, I'm stopping. Um, I wonder if you 
I mean, I, maybe on your deathbed. That would be funny. That'd be really funny if like you, if like you grabbed their hand and you were like, something I have to tell you. Um, I like that. Come on your deathbed. But I mean, look, I don't know if time is the thing that makes it funny. I think it's funnier how you, like if you sky wrote it, that would be pretty cool. Completely agree. Let's say you paintballed their house and you spelled out I'm trans in in like pink and blue paintballs. Yeah, listener, I think you should be focusing more on the what, not the way. Yeah, yeah. I have a plan. Did I ever tell you my plan if I ever came out as trans? Mm. <laughs> I saw this in an anime. What I would do is, I think gaslighting is very funny. Of course. So uh, what I would do is just start coming to school dressed as a guy. And then when people are asking me like, hey, Saranja, why are you dressed like that? I was like, what? I've always been a boy. What are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> you should absolutely do that. You should just go to school presenting as your preferred gender. And then if people come up to you like, why are you wearing that? You'd be like, what the fuck are you talking about? It's just a skirt. They're like, but uh, it's, no, I've been a cisgender female this entire time. What the fuck are you talking about? What cartoon did you steal that from again? I think that's Comey Can't Communicate. That's from Comey Can't Communicate? Vaguely remember. I watched like two episodes of every show. Because look, season. I started watching Comey Can't Communicate and it was terrible. It Just, was bad. I couldn't make it through the first few minutes. It's so like disjointed and crazy and it has like every art style in it at once and somehow they're all done very badly. Like I barely got to any of Comey. See, I was attractive. I have the opposite experience. I think the art is very pretty, but it's so fucking boring. Like, I know everything that's going to happen, like, before. You could see their, like, ancient episode from a mile away, and they're so (laughs) fucking boring. I hate seasonal romance. Fuck you. All right. Comey Can't Communicate sucks. All right. Other great ways this person. What if you came out to this person's parents first? And, like, what if. Hmm. What if you had a surprise coming out party for yourself? (laughs) No, for them. What if like everybody at the party knows you're trans except your friend and then the friend comes in and you're like, surprise, I'm trans. Oh, or what if you could come out on your birthday? Uh So that way you you drop heavy hints. You make sure one of your friends is planning you a surprise party. And then when they jump out... Everybody says, surprise. And then you, over the happy birthday sign on the wall, you grab a sign, you slap it over, it says, I'm trans. <laughs> it's like, surprise, I'm trans. I feel like usually you pronounce that word with more A's in it. Trans. That's usually how you say it. <laughs> oh, by the way, I learned something about the trans flag. You know how we were always like, oh, the flag, that you're, this, you got to steam these flags. Yeah. Apparently... The trans flag is supposed to be all folded up like that. Have you heard this? Have you seen this? Have you heard about this? Uh, it sounds like whatever the version of a backronym is for all the trans people got together. We're like, well, we don't want to all collectively iron our flag. So, yeah, it's canon. It's supposed to be like that. No, it's super du- It sounds like a cope. It's like, it's like 100% a cope. But apparently it's supposed to look like it was in the closet for a long time. Like for those who could, ne- who never were given the ability to come out of the closet. So Bernie Sanders has like a trans flag outside and it's all folded up and some people were giving him shit. And then other people were like, no, no, no. Bernie is the ultimate trans ally. Honestly, I couldn't think of anything more like down with the kids than flying a poorly esteemed <laughs> gender flag somewhere. Bernie is the only person down with the kids. Bernie's cooler than you. Bernie's cooler than me. Yeah, I bet Bernie has like a bong made out of an apple with like stickers all over it or something. Bernie has an apple made out of a bong. He's that cool. Wow. Oh, one more thing I learned because I, I had to write copy for a, a client the other day. They wanted me to write the word ally, and I wrote the word ally, and then they were like, no, no, no. But instead of L's, you have to use the number one. And I was like- What? I was like, well, look, I'm definitely not going to argue with you about this, because I usually don't argue about work. <laughs> like, whatever you want, all right. But have you heard this? Have you seen this? Have you heard about this? No, that's not- What What are you talking- What the hell are you talking about? You, uh, like an like an old school '90s hacker is how they wanted me to spell the word ally. Is there a one one y? Okay, is there any particular reason? I I was hoping you'd or know. Or did Elon Musk just decide this? I don't know. Well, look, I don't know that Elon Musk is super duper worried about allyship. Uh, no, I was I was hoping you'd know. I'm guessing one of our listeners will correct me. 
I wrote the thing. This giant, like, Fortune 50 brand tweeted it. Everything see I haven't gotten in trouble. Everything seems cool. This seems like something somebody got. This seems like somebody at the office got a little too deep into Tumblr. <laughs> like that rabies pride thing. I, what? So deep, deep, deep in the Tumblr holders. People, I think there was somebody who was trying to intentionally get rabies. Oh, God. Because they pinned with like wolves or something. No! Look up Tumblr rabies pride flag. <laughs> okay. <laughs> what the? Okay, I, I've pulled up somebody's 10-page, like, school paper about ra- rabies pride, colon, queer micro-communities on the internet as sites of liberation, University of Washington Summer <laughs> Institute in the Arts and Humanities. In 2017, Tumblr user Dirk dash has dash rabies created the rabies pride movement for autistic trans individuals <laughs> who feel like they are treated as less than human or diseased in July of 2018 a satire account called rabid loving wait a minute <laughs> so the original person was real okay Dirk dash has dash rabies was doing this for real. Then a year later, account rabid loving was created that co-opted rabies pride into a joke label about being attracted to rabies or the idea of having rabies. Currently, the true meaning is virtually impossible to find under the associated tags on Tumblr. How does the formation of rabies pride produce insights into the complexity of online queer spaces as sites of assimilation and liberation? Well, I guess I'll never find out because I don't want to read someone's 10-page college paper, but this is pretty funny. Yeah, no, it was a great time. It was a period of time. What else was from that era? Uh, Miku Binder and Jefferson. Everybody remember that? What? Oh, my God. Okay, no, keep going. Okay, okay. Rabiosexual, know your meme. Now, this is the kind, this is the level of academic discourse a boomer can handle. Yeah. Know your meme. Rabios, <laughs> rabiosexual refers to a parody of sexual orientation in which people belong to the LGBT community and have rabies, a disease attacking the central nervous system that is most often found in wild animals and usually results in death. Goodness gracious. Yeah, see, that's why I said I think somebody dug a little too deep into Tumblr. It was like, no, they're spelling it with two ones now. <laughs> here's what, here's the thing about spelling ally with two ones to me. I was like, I would look like a huge something phobe if I called this out. So I better just let it go to print in front of millions of people for this Fortune 50 company. I was, I didn't want to be called, you know what? I was afraid my allyship would be called into question. So I didn't call into question the spelling of the word ally. I think there's definitely a nice way to do it, like a gentle way to do it. Like, hey, that's awesome. Uh, What do the ones symbolize? You're fired. Oh, damn it. That's right. See, exactly. We can't have one of you around. Mm. One of you something files. I'm I'm not sure what. Yeah, what am I? What? I don't know. You're something a file. Rabies a file. Yeah. Wait, not a file. A foe. Yeah, I know. Something a foe. That's why I was laughing. God damn it. (laughs) What if people only laugh at me when I make mistakes? All right, let's listen to the next voicemail. Hi, Loudest Podcast. Loudest Podcast on the internet. I Listening to the episode, and holy fuck, the device symbol, you don't actually use that shit in math. That is why on Facebook there are a billion arguments over it. Fucking use all your math and distractions, and it makes way more sense. That is all. Goodbye. Oh, look at this guy over here, converting his division to fractions. Look at him. He can do it in his head. Ooh, yeah, that's much easier than subtracting. Fuck you. Yeah, calm down, Data from Star Trek The Next Generation. We do use the division symbol in math, because I used it when I was a kid all the time. It's that little thing with the curve and then the line through it that you divide. Yeah, listen, buddy, I'm not a math. (laughs) I don't know. I don't know. I'm not going to multiply anything by a fraction. Fuck you. I graduated from high school, okay? I'm done with math. I'm done with it. Yeah, fuck fuck you, actually. Fuck the entire thing of math. I think everybody should know base, enough math to do their taxes. Like, algebra 2, that's all we need. You that's still done. don't know how to do your taxes. I don't do oh, taxes perfect. You got that letter! 
Oh, yeah. Okay, listeners. So the thrilling conclusion of the IRS saga, if you weren't here, uh, this is your first time. This maybe is not the episode for you. But uh, on the last episode, the IRS had robbed me, what was it, $1,200? Oh, they robbed you of like $2,400. The IRS had robbed me like $2,400 and I found out. So they actually did send me a letter. I won't read it because it's just a giant list of numbers. I didn't even read it. I just forwarded it to my account and I was like, hey, the letter came. And she emails me back. She's like, oh, hi, my name's Jared. I'm 19 and I don't know how to fucking read because I did the math wrong. The IRS is right. And I was like, well, fuck. Sorry, IRS. So you, okay, because in one of our previous episodes, you spent about a half an hour screaming at the IRS for robbing you of half your money, half your tax refund. Well, I'm still mad at them. They're still on my shit list, but just not for this particular thing. So it turns out that they didn't rob you. You actually tried to rob the government. No, not successfully. You tried. I said try to. Rob, you tried to rob all of us, all of us hardworking taxpayers who use accountants who aren't our aunts, <laughs> who have to actually pay accountants. We can't just forge something to Aunt Sally and hope she does it right. And she didn't clearly. She did it wrong. The IRS had to check your aunt's homework. Maybe she used the division symbol, which is apparently mathematically and asthmatic now. <laughs> I guess. I guess you don't use that in math more according to this this guy this, yeah, this guy, guy. <laughs> I blame you oh you know what uh, you else paid for taxpayers uh, <laughs> on my uh, taxes this year I claimed five dollars in advertising expenses for what uh, there's this account on Instagram called Mail Soul do you know what that is no okay so have you ever seen one of those weird quote it's an Instagram but it's devoted to like quotes that say like wake up and grind early grind gets the grind yeah. <laughs> <laughs> early what? I want that now as a quote that's such a good fake quote we could get that let's get that as a sticker let's get that as a sticker that's a really wake up and grind early grind gets the grind early grind gets the grind so I follow one of those pages called Mail Soul it's one of these accounts that's clearly run by I mean this in the least derogatory way possible like somewhere from outside the United States, okay. probably where minimum wage is much, much lower and the uh, common language spoken is not English. So you get these posts and it's like it's like if you had a computer program go through a gigantic list of those like uh, power quotes that you see on these accounts. <laughs> and then you hooked it up to a kid's brain. But that kid... <laughs> It's not a kid. He's 22 years old and he's an economics major at a state university and he thinks he's a legacy student despite the fact that his tuition was only like $700 cheaper because his dad went there 40 years ago and also he's got a Wolf of Wall Street poster on his wall. If you could take those two together and mesh them and mix it up and then put it on Instagram, that would be what male soul is. Like you get these just absolute nonsense quotes and I actually kicked off a trend with this. So what I did is uh, usually they'll post something. It'll be like a little bit broken English, like an A or an AN where it shouldn't be. So uh, there's this listener that I make fun of that account with. So sometimes we have this little running joke where we just send each other that page, like whenever they post something that's obviously wrong or stupid. (laughs) So I was like, hey, you know, I wonder how much money it would be to like buy a promo on here. Because I'm thinking, do people send these in with broken English or is the guy making them? Like, is he creating all of these? So I messaged the dude and I'm like, hey, how much to get a promo? He's like, five bucks. I was like, best five dollars I'm ever to spend. (laughs) Business expense. So I paid the five dollars. And I gave him uh, a picture of the listener that I was um, that I messaged with. I was like, oh, this will be a fun little surprise. He'll see himself on his uh, for you page. And I put the caption as something like, fuck. It was fuck bit. Fuck bitches. I follow. And then parentheses. Alas. (laughs) Plural. (laughs) (laughs) Two. Paper. Three. Bitcoin and four and then the at sign of the list and I sent it to him and the guy's like oh I think I don't like the caption I think it needs to be changed I was like no I think mine is good can you post that can you please post that and he sends me some generic like quote like uh, vodka's cheaper for dinner too he's like can I put this quote on the page with your friend and I was like nope I want to keep mine actually so he eventually did post it 
He went back and forth like this over $5. Yes, I guess he didn't want to spoil the fucking sanctities of his account because he didn't even like, I paid for a promo, a $5, and he hid it behind, you know how you could do like a- Oh. He hid it behind one of his shitty memes and I was not happy about it and he even changed the copy. But then after that, just a slew of these people started doing that, like taking candid shots of their friends and putting something like- with girls, I'm soft, but when I'm with my boys, I'm rock hard. <laughs> like, obvious shit like that. I think I started it. I know you started it. <laughs> it kind of sounds like everybody wins here. This person gets $5, which may be a significant amount of income where they are. Trolls get fed. <laughs> Trolls like Rancho over here get to just shout out their friend. This is great. Yeah, it was like awesome. It was like a, exactly the amount of entertainment you should get for $5. Yeah. You know, there's only one problem with this write-off. What is it? I sent them that $5. Not you. You don't have a PayPal account. Oh, shit, so you that's right. me $5, and I actually wrote that $5 off. So you just stole $5 from all of us. Once again, Rancho, the little tax cheat over here, trying to steal Pick Uncle Sam's pocket. Well, listen, listen, listen. All right, true or false? Uh, we have a business arrangement. I get money somehow, perhaps from a business that I run. I get money. I'm taxed on that money. Yes or no? Yes. If I buy something from you and I give you money, you're also taxed on the money. But that money had already been taxed on me before, correct? You're so discussing if we're the, gonna go, the velocity of money? Yeah, if we're going to go both, if we're going to go like that, if you got to do it twice when you're taxing it, you got to do it twice when you're reporting it, you too. Know, it goes the other way. You know what? Actually, now that I think about it, it's on me to report that $5. Roundabout, bitch. <laughs> because you did buy this post. You did. I did. You gave me the money and I gave it to the person. You bought it. I should have written that $5 down as income. No report income didn't wrote off, but no income didn't report. No, but tax, yes, but no, but boomer can't fail at taxes. <laughs> and we're back. Oh, no, 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 no. You okay? Hoisted on my own tax tar. On your tax saw. <laughs> Thank you for not going deeper on that thing I just said. Yeah, you're welcome. I... Shouldn't have opened that window. <laughs> I shouldn't have opened it. But, you know what I should open? This next voicemail. Yay! Hi, loudest podcast. Loudest podcast on the internet. I listened to five more minutes, and holy shit, the math. Oh, look, uh, here it is. It's Guy in his car. Complication, <laughs> God damn it. Doesn't matter what order you do them in. It's unimportant. It will always come out to the same number. Okay, that is all. Hey, why don't you little focus a little bit of less on my math and you on the math of how many pluses and minuses it's like to turn off a turn signal? Because <laughs> I think we had it on for the most of that voicemail, didn't you? Yeah, how about you stop burping during the voicemails? You know, thousands, nay, hundreds of thousands, according to Nathan Mansory, people me. just heard you burp in their ear. Now, look, here's what I here's what I found out. All right, so PEMDAS, yeah. you know, parentheses, exponents. Multiplication, division, addition, subtraction, PEMDAS. Apparently, the question is which you do first, uh, the multiplication or division. It's whatever happens left to right. So, so here's the thing. Imagine there's like a multiplication problem right next to a division problem. Yeah. So it's like the multiplication problem plus the division problem equals X. It's just whichever comes first, either multiplication or division. It's left to right. I swear that is the exact same conclusion that we came to last time. This guy's bitching about. No, it's not. Last time we came to the conclusion that PEM multiplication came before division. But it's actually it's either PEMDAS or PEDMAS. Depending on what comes first in the equation. Oh, well, thanks. So uh, this motherfucker wants us converting all our shit to fractions, like some goddamn European. I'm not doing it. <laughs> not well, doing isn't it. a fraction just multiplication? LOL, Wakari Masen. I don't know. Well, think about this. Okay, eight over two. All right. Okay. Is that eight divided by two? Or is that two times four? What? 
Eight divided by two. That's definitely. I thought I had it. I lost it. I thought I could have sworn I'd cracked something and I immediately lost it. Yeah, well, this is the quality of math discourse you get on this podcast. Uh, anybody else got complaints about my math? I would instruct you to tell it to your pet hamster because they'll understand more of it than we do. I graduated. I'm done with math. All right. Do one more thing. There's always a thing where it's like, why do I need to learn algebra? Well, you need to learn algebra because what if you fall in love with math and then you grow up to make the atomic bomb or something? Well, first off, we already have plenty of atomic bombs. I don't know how many more ways we need to destroy the world. But second, can't we just screen out those math nerds? Like, instead of making all of us learn algebra, how about we all go through an algebra day and if somebody's... Dick gets real hard for algebra, then they can keep learning it and the rest of us can learn how to do our taxes. I mean, we kind of do have that already. Isn't that like what the they divide kids into like you can take AP calculus or you can pay, take like farm animal math or something? Is that just my high school? No, when I was a kid, I had to like learn algebra and stuff. And the the teachers only passed me because they were like, you do seem like you're trying. Uh, there's a fun little, fun little conversation, fun little dead joke that comes around this time where you're like, well, why didn't I learn how to do taxes in school? You did, you fucking moron, because it's math. You did learn how to do taxes. You just didn't learn only how to do taxes. What do you think taxes are? You still don't know what a Schedule C is. You Sriracha, you've been paying your taxes for almost 10 years now. You don't know how to do your taxes. I know fucking perfectly well how to do my taxes. What is a Schedule C? That is a deductible. No. What is it? <laughs> I don't know. Okay. Again, and this is, I, I explained this last time, so I'm going to try to breeze through it. If you get paid, if you run a small business, but you don't own a corporation, you can create like a little thing inside your taxes called a Schedule C, where it's like, this is kind of where I put my little business. Like for me, for a long time, like I got a couple thousand dollars a year writing comedy when I was like in my 20s. And so I put all that income on my Schedule C, which then allowed me to take tens of thousands of dollars worth of deductions against like the $300 I made. And then I could use that to like write off a bunch of stuff in my tax. Like it's, it's where you it's where you have a business when you don't have a business. Neat. Well, listen. You don't use it though. You don't write anything off. We all got to do what we got to do for our jobs. Uh, we're all different. Uh, what was I going to say? There's things that, you know, you can do your taxes. I can do a really good fake sneeze. <laughs> we're all balanced. Can I hear it? Yeah, sure. <clears throat> <clears throat> That was pretty good. Thank you. But can it top this? That wasn't even close. What are you talking about? That was a perfect sneeze. That was not a sneeze. That would that, if you don't mind me saying, Foley artists are going to use what I just did to make sneezes in the movies from now on. You've heard of the Wilhelm scream? Well, now you've heard of the coconut sneeze, which is. <laughs> It sounds like you're dying. It sounds it's, like you're choking. Look, I get COVID nineteen. COVID nineteen makes you sneeze. I get COVID nineteen. Oh, okay. Sorry about that. Well, that's okay. That's, that's unfortunate. Fine. That's fine. Um, oh, speaking of unfortunate, this next email is just called Mo the Sheep. Yeah, go ahead. Is this his first email ever on our show? I don't know, but let's commemorate it like it is. Bo the Sheep, I want to personally congratulate you. In the world, there are men that everybody can talk goals, but it takes a real man to go out there and do it and do his dreams. Bo the Sheep, you have failed countless times. <laughs> <laughs> to create a coherent voicemail that gets on this show. But God damn it, you were knocked down nine times. You got up ten. So here you go. Please don't call in again. So back again in about time, too. Anyway, uh, <laughs> well, I'm not going to talk about the slanderous rumors and this piece that have been spread about me. Because I don't want to cause trauma. I don't want to. I, I just want to let, let people know that, that, that I'm an honest a true and honest man. Why are you replaced? This is hysterical. Have you all seen the new Sonic movie? Uh, so I haven't. It's not, I have uh, You know, uh, what, what, what Sonic characters do you want to see in a potential Sonic movie 3? Personally, uh, I want to see that know, crocodile see detective. Rouge the Bat. Oh, oh yeah. Rouge the Bat. The staple of the series. You know, she's very... Got a lot of, you know, I'd say mass market appeal. I think, I think <laughs> seeing her sort of 
rendered on the big screen would be would be would be a gift to true Sonic fans. But you know, sort sort of like me. Yeah. All right. Bye. And that was both of you's first and last voicemail. Everybody, let's hear it. Yeah. <gasps> Woo! I've listened to forty of those. This is a teenager talking about the mass market appeal of Rouge the Bat as a character. I agree. Rouge the Bat should be the villain in Sonic 3. If there is ever a lot, li- there should be a live action Sonic. I don't know how. Wait, they already have a live action. Sonic. But yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah, because I want like Rouge the Bat to be a gigantic titted dominatrix or something. Yeah. What what sexy female Sonic characters are you looking forward to seeing in the next movie? <laughs> um, You know that chicken robot that's got a little baby chick inside it? No. Well, I just described Half of the bad guys in the Sonic the Hedgehog video game. So you definitely have. It's a bird robot with a little baby bird inside it. I have not seen it, but I believe it exists. Okay. Okay. You know what? I'm just going to take it back for a second. In Sonic the Hedgehog, the bad guys. Describe the bad guys to me in the video games. Um, Eggman. Okay. He's a bald scientist and he flies around on a chip on yeah. a small saucer. That's awesome. Dare I say. That's great. Now, you fight Eggman at the end of each level. Yes. So, tell me about the enemies in the level. I don't levels. know. You don't, you can't, what they are is they're, they're robot animals that have little baby animals trapped inside. Why do they have that? Because Robotnik kidnapped these animals and then turned them into robot monsters. Now, it doesn't really make sense because this, it's not like this little baby chick is like in there, like operating dials and gears and like stepping on pedals and stuff. I think Eggman just did it as like a fuck you to nature. And because these original caves, like they were programmed with like very basic technology. So, like, let's say like you, you jump on one of these chickens and like a little baby chick pops out, it'll often immediately jump off a cliff and die. Oh, Jesus. See, I mean, maybe maybe Eggman needed, like, the force of life, like the je ne sais quoi emergent properties that come with just by nature of being alive to do the robots. and Or fuck it, it's magic. They don't jump. They don't kill themselves in serious. They jump into the if – you, if you go off screen, you're in another dimension, a place that we call the Twilight Zone. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's not a good place and to be. And that's where they're all going. You know what's happening in the Twilight Zone? William Shatter's freaking out on an airplane, and it turns out Hitler's running a casino. I personally would like to see Sally Acorn's the next Sonic movie. I've oh. heard canonically she's the sluttiest Sonic I. What did you hear? Have you ever seen that video? It's like top 10 hottest female Sonic characters. She's number one. I think Rouge the Bat was robbed, but... Should we watch this video right now? Yeah, put it on. Okay, hold on. It's really good. Sonic the Hedgehog. Yes, I love that bass riff. I've seen this video so many times. (laughs) He can run at sound speed, take out enemies in a flash, and best of all, he's blue-colored and knows how to handle the females. females. Sonic Universe might also be classified as hot chick heaven because there's such a mess of very beautiful and tough (gasps) women that it'll make you love the franchise even more. And since Valentine's Day is around the corner, I've been inspired to make a top ten list of the most beautiful- I guess it's always around the corner. Grab yourself a snack and a glass of orange juice and try out- I can't believe you've never seen this. I can't believe you've never seen this. Grab a glass of orange juice? Not a chili dog? Why, it's Amy Rose, of course. I love this. Okay, I really love this. You can't deny the fact that she's still attractive. <laughs> okay, okay. I don't know how it's working. Okay, well, you gotta skip to at least the end where he talks about Sally Acorn because that was my character, Rouge the Baddest Second. I can't believe you've never seen this. All right, okay, hold on. All right. Who could possibly top those kinds of females? Well, get ready, folks. This is the number one. It's gotta be Rouge the Bad. She's, she's stacked. <gasps> it's Rouge the Bad. She's got the little boots on. Uh, and a bustier shaped like a heart. Rouge the bat. Oh, damn it. I thought Sally Acorn was number one. Oh, well. How dare you? How dare you? Yeah, fuck you. She's as strong as Knuckles and is a femme fatale seducing other characters into getting what she wants. one love interest, she has two. Knuckles and Shadow the Hedgehog. Whoa, she plays the fields? She's only interested in one object set. 
jewels, especially the chaos. <laughs> Lord Object Set! One set of jewels she's interested in. Oh, okay, alright. I've had about alright, Cancer Grumps. <laughs> this person's name is Cancer Grump. I'm sure this is a re-upload of something. Wait, but when, when do they talk about Sally Acorn? I'm gonna rewind a little bit because look, I I do prefer Sally Acorn personally. I mean, she is. I think she was either number one or number two. And she is. I don't know if you've seen her Sally Acorn recently, but she does look like a slut. Okay. That's not the word I'd use, <laughs> but that's your word. I'm not allowed to use it. Uh, the thing that I've noticed about Sally Acorn is that she, because she's only wearing a vest, she looks far more naked than Sonic, who is only wearing shoes. Then she has like child birthing hips. Let me see these hips real quick. Okay, hold on. Sally Acorn. Oh, yeah. Okay, so, all right. Number one, two, button my shoe. Princess <laughs> Sally Acorn. Yeah. There's a lot to say about this character. She's the heir to the throne, Sonic's first official romance, the only character that used to not wear clothes, <laughs> the most humanoid character, and is like a mother to tails. In the That's not show, sexy. Look at how One sexy she is drawn, though. I did not say that she wasn't sexy. Sally, but doesn't succeed because he's a coward. The princess is also a semi-perfect example of an excellent love interest. Although there were a couple of times when she really snapped and acted like a lunatic. In the comics, that is. That's okay, I do that too. <laughs> Sally Acorn really stands out amongst the slew of females, not just because she's Sonic's first official love interest, or because she's the only one who didn't wear clothes, but because in the comics, she grew very long hair and married Sonic in the future, becoming the queen. <laughs> it's so funny how this person, it's like... They don't know what makes someone attractive. They're just describing things that happen. A slew of females. <laughs> slew of females. Uh, her favorite object set. But it's like, she, but he's like, here's why Sally Accord is like the, num the number. Oh, by the way, Sally Accord is the number one, two love interest. I'm guessing this person couldn't decide between Sally and Rouge and like doing so would cause this person to probably commit like a crime Wait. a crime that would make us all quote remember them forever so they made them both number one to like calm down that storm in their mind gotcha two wolves <laughs> understood <laughs> there are two wolves sally acorn and rouge the bats um look i like sally acorn i'm kind of more into the girl next door than the than the the femme fatale type personally. I like giant tits and small ways with this squirrel seems to have for some reason. Oh, you like giant tits? Why don't you like Ruth the Bats got Ruth the Bats breasts are the size of Sally Acorn's head? Squirrels shaped like a goddamn Coca-Cola bottle. Jesus. I mean, it, it's interesting because Sally Acorn is curvy and also very skinny at the same time. Yeah, maybe these furries are onto something. <laughs> maybe these furries are onto something. Oh, okay. Well, actually, anyways, <laughs> speaking of love, uh, uh, so delete all that. Delete everything we just said. Um, okay. Hopefully, we'll love this next voicemail. Hello, Sirius and Sriracha. This is Fred Boy Rick. Hey. Hope you're doing well. I'm driving back from a wrestling show. Quick question: What is the most cursed meal you've ever had? Because I just ate a bowl of lettuce and cabbage, just lettuce what? and just cabbage. What? With my hands, like a goblin. Uh, before getting on the road, leaving a pro wrestling show, uh, my throat hurts and my jaws hurt, but it was some sort of food. Love you, miss you, bye. Call me back, prep boy Rick. Out. Bye, prep boy Rick. So, what's your most cursed meal, Serios? Wait, what's your most cursed? What's your most cursed meal? I mean, it's you need to define. I'm going to define cursed here because we need boundaries. I'm not counting like meals I've made myself because okay. let me tell you, I have done some bizarre combinations while I was stoned out of my mind. That doesn't count. Uh, being depressed, sitting on the floor, eating tofu with your hands and crying doesn't count. I'm going to count meals prepared for me sure. by someone else. Okay. And the worst, most cursed meal I've ever been served by anyone in my entire life, I will remember biting into this on the day that I die was there was this guy who I had a crush on in college and he was like I'm uh, you don't want to eat dining hall food tonight come on over I'm gonna make some food and I was like yeah it sounds awesome I want to spend time with you dining hall fucking sucks it'd be great good time so I show up and this man has prepared I 
this is going to sound like I'm over-exaggerating because this is so fucking stupid that no human being would ever think to do this, but I am not right hand. This is what I was served. White bread. Okay, we got white bread. And on top of that white bread, butter. Put butter, right? Then you put mayonnaise. Oh, no. And then avocado. What? And then a splice of bread. Cut it in triangles. And that's it. No, that's that's (laughs) correct. Interestingly, if it had been white bread, mayonnaise, and banana- that would be less cursed, and it sounds more disgusting. Uh, that's like something that people eat in the South, like banana and mayonnaise sandwiches. I don't think anybody eats mayonnaise and butter sandwiches. It was like it's like something you feed to a person in a nursing home who has lost all their teeth and also can't have dentures. Oh my god, it was putrid. I bit into it. It was like that meme with that girl crying in the food, like it's good, thank you. But it had no texture. It was like biting into a wet diaper. It was awful. I think the most cursed meal I can think of is just something that I made. Like my first apartment in Los Angeles, we I didn't have a kitchen. I just had a bathroom. So I had like a little one of those uh, uh, George Foreman grills in the bathroom. And I would just like George – I would buy like a huge bag of frozen chicken breasts. They'd be like 14 for like $7. I would just like throw one of those on my kitchen bathroom grill and then once it was done, I would put some um, Emerald Lagasse Bam seasoning on it and I would eat it and I'd be like, I just saved so much money. I'm so sad. <laughs> but what at what cost? I know. Oh, my God. Although I did have some good times at that apartment. I remember that was when I first like got like heavy access to weed. Oh, and yeah. so to trick myself into writing – I would get so high that like it would be unsafe for me to drive. <laughs> and then that is how I would like stay inside and write at night. Woo! Days before Los Angeles before Uber was truly another fucking realm. Wasn't yeah, it? what the how is everybody not dead from what? all the drunk and high drive? I was gonna say, a pro tip. If you're drunk and you need to drive, put your hand over one eye. It stops with the shaking. Does that work? It works for me. Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> Say what you just said is satire. Uh, It is satire. Do not drive while intoxicated and do not joke about driving while intoxicated. All right. Now that we've got that out of the way, does this work? I mean, it did for me. That's fantastic. I haven't drunk drove in a hot second, but I I do remember that tip being very useful. I also remember at one point, like the one and only time I tried to drive while high, I was driving driving back from my friend's apartment when I was in college. And for some reason, I was flipping the absolute my tits off because I, for some reason I was holding the wheel. I was like, oh, I, I swerved uh, half a centimeter to the left. Cops going to pull me over. Oh no. And so I'm sitting there. I'm trying to stay perfectly straight, perfectly still for 20 miles to make it home. Never again. Never again. Oh my God. <laughs> Look, here's what you should do instead of covering one eye. Get an eye patch. They sell them at the CVS for like $7. And then if you get pulled over, it's like, oh, this poor lady. She must have shot her eye out in some sort of shooting accident. Like, okay, we'll let her go. That's why she looks all fucked up and is talking all weird. She did something to her eye that scrambled her brain. There's like a BB rattling around in there like in a can of spray paint. All right, lady, you can go. Yeah, lady who seems to be undergoing a schizophrenic episode and also is missing an eye. Please continue driving at our highways. Something smells great in this car, but wow. <laughs> it smells, what's the word, dank? It smells dank in here. Is that what the kids say? I have no, I don't know what the kids say. I thought ally was spelled with two ones. All right, last voicemail. Hey, Stereo, say Sriracha. So I'm going to cut straight to the point. My taxes were ridiculous. So were yours, Sriracha. Oh, yeah, ridiculously I filed incorrectly. <laughs> $3. Filed incorrectly. Wait, we just talked to this person. No, I think I they said they owe the federal government $3. Awesome. $3. $3. I don't know what makes me more mad. The fact that I have to spend $70 roughly to, to actually file yeah, that's right. my taxes. You have to buy TurboTax. the fact that I wasted like Four hours just to, to fill everything out. Even at minimum wage, that's too little. Like, all Biden had to do was send me a PayPal request. No, because then Elon Musk I'll, gets I'll a portion of it. The money, it should have been a Venmo. Damn it, then Elon Musk gets all the money. All that BS. Fuck. So what is I got it? To thinking, Zell? 
Is that what's um, safe? And I've got a plan, so I don't have to deal with this next year. So hopefully um, that the, the price doesn't go up to $4 next year. And that's to, to ask my amazing girlfriend, Robin, to marry me. Now, hopefully she says yes, because it would be real embarrassing if I did this on a podcast and Wait. she said no. I'll just lie about it. But I think – you know, getting some great tax incentives on marrying her, it- along with my crypto, <laughs> give me a pretty good chunk of change. And if Biden, the the government, want to mess with me anymore, I'm just going to run away to the Foxwoods Casino the and Fox spend all Woods. the money. <laughs> and I'm already one step ahead. All right. I'm not ordering a Domino's pizza to my room. I'm ordering a Domino's pizza to somebody else's room. Holy shit. I'm, I'm playing 4D chess here. Then the cops will arrest them. Thank you guys so much for letting me on the podcast and allowing me to do this. We both love your show, so keep up the great work. And hopefully the next time you hear from me, I'll be intergaged. Woo! Yeah, turn up! Woo! What the fuck? What the fuck just happened? This listener, I don't think they said their name, or if they did, we were talking over. We're very funny. Sorry. <laughs> Robin? You Apparently, Robin's a listener, too. Oh, my God. What? How, how do we, do we advise Robin to say yes? Because here's the problem. If you listen to this show, you're not ready for marriage. You're also unhinged. You're also unhinged. But Robin listens to the show, too. You're right. She listens with her partner. And two wrongs make a right. Yin and yang. Three rights make a left. Multiplication, not division. Put it into fractions. Left to right. PEMDAS, left cheek, right cheek. Robin, I think you got to say yes to this guy. Robin, think about your future. Think about it. That's, yeah. You Wait, should, that's your advice? You think say about, yes. Robin, try your best. Robin, don't forget to try hard every day. Gambari mass, bitch. That's your advice to Robin? Uh, Robin, do what your heart says, your Kokoro. No, forget your heart. It's taxably more advantageous to be married. Is it? Yes. You pay less in taxes overall as a married couple because the, the, our, our government wants us to fuck and make more little consumers. Whenever the government wants us to do something, they make it tax advantage. Like, they want us to buy homes so you can write off your mortgage. Like, they want us to to uh, spend money on health insurance so you can write that off. It's the same thing with getting married. They want us to get married. Oh, I didn't. I thought that was just for, like, if your wife, like, didn't work and you got married because it would, the tax code was written when, like, one person would always be staying home. Wait, is that true? I don't know. We I were both just firing. I thought I knew! I thought I knew! Let me tell you, you were both just firing shit out of her ass because let me tell you, you definitely can't deduct your mortgage. Yes, you <laughs> can. You can deduct a percentage of, oh, no, I got you, fucker. Uh, you can deduct a percentage of the mortgage so long as you are self-employed and one of those rooms in your house is used for business. Otherwise, you can deduct the interest I don't think anymore, though. Okay, you can deduct the interest of the mortgage up to $10,000 in New York, and you used to be able to deduct all of it, and then Trump got rid of that as a way to hurt the blue states. I was going to say Trump did something fucky-wucky with that. Yeah, but at the same time, there was also another thing where it's like, look, if your interest on the mortgage is more than $10,000, you probably like have a super mansion. But then again, I don't know that either. I just heard that somewhere. It made me feel kind of better. I don't have a mortgage. I don't have a wife. This guy's about to have a wife, Robin. I know. Hopefully. 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 We'll see. Robin, call in after this and tell us what you said. No, 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 don't look. Forget that. Robin, tell us if you getting married does help your taxes. Can you look that up for us and tell us? Yeah, the important shit only. We don't know. We don't know. We don't know. Should we Google this? No. I'm not Googling I'm it. I'm not Googling it. Because you know what happens when you Google something now? Every answer comes up and you just pick the one you like. That's why you got to Google when you have a serious question. You got to Google the question and then Reddit afterwards. Because uh, that's how you get the real shit. That's how you get the real answers. Like I was Googling one night. I, I read something somewhere. I was like, can I drink codeine and get high? Reddit. And, and of course, you'd... you'd uh, just search for that. Mayo Clinic's like, don't do codeine or get high. They're illegal substances. Bah, bah, bah. Total organ failure. But uh, yeah, no, you go. Yeah, your lungs will start working. <laughs> don't 
do that. Yeah, you go on Reddit though and be like, nah, I smoke weed and get high coding all the time. Nothing's happened. You and I are going back to Joshua Tree soon. I'm so pumped. We're going back to Joshua Tree in a month or two. Are you going to... Am I going to have to babysit you on one of your robo trips? Absolutely. Are you fucking kidding me with this? Listen, there's a shadow person that owes me money, and I'm not leaving that desert until I see him and attack him. Good. All right. Okay. All right. I'm taking some time off of work. I'll make sure you catch the shadow person and get your $20 back. And I guess I'll hook you up to my CPAP machine in case your body forgets how to breathe. Maybe I could open a portal, like... <laughs> an isekai anime like i will enter the world of shadow people and then i will become a shadow like house mistress and then i will prostitute out some shadow people which i create with my own mind we'll see the, it, but then they're not shadow people if you're in the shadow person world you're a light person yeah i'm a, I'm, di- I'm the different one you're the freak i mean i'm different in the same way that like a human is different in the world of pokemon like i'm here but they're probably not gonna be super freaked out about it because, you know, they are my shadow people. <laughs> okay. Yeah, people in, people in Pokemon, whenever we watch Pokemon, they're just getting along. You know what I mean? But, like, at first, that must have been tough. They must have been, like, constantly screaming at each other and, like, trying to kill each other and fighting. Like, Charizard must have killed, like, thousands of people before he eventually realized, like, ah, these people aren't really going to do anything except let me take a nap in one of these balls. Yeah, buddy. I think that was the plot of one of the movies. <laughs> It was? For eons and eons, Pokemons and humans have tried to, like, murder each other, but now they work in harmony, and Team Rocket is trying, I don't know. I feel like I remember that lore coming to place somewhere, but I could be completely wrong. Damn it. I thought I had a great idea for, like, a Pokemon origin story, but okay, I guess not. I know how the Meowth talks, though. I also know how the Meowth (laughs) talks. Somebody told me on one of my live streams. Tell me if I'm correct. Okay. The Meowth just watched a lot of people talking and then started to mimic the people. Like the Meowth was like up in an attic hiding like a, like the hider in the house. Yeah, but he did it because he wanted to impress a girl Meowth. Really? Yeah, and the girl Meowth or Persian, I don't remember, was like always hanging around humans and fucking with humans. And Meowth was like, oh, uh, I, if I can master their speech, then she'll fall in love with me. She'd not. <laughs> Spoiler alert. She didn't? No. I think she had a ribbon. Somebody correct me on that. So you're telling me Meowth is the first Pokemon incel? Yes, uh-huh. First and, cock. <laughs> and Meowth is like, I'll teach those Stacys. I'll teach them all. Meowth. No wonder Meowth joined Team Rocket and went bad. Right. Meowth's a little terrorist. I have a I have a proposal. Speaking of uh going bad. I think uh, we should of have breaking bad. Yeah, speaking of going bad, I think that we should have classes in school. You know how every time anything happens, like a kid attacks another kid, everybody's like, "Oh, he was bullied and shunned." Yeah. We should have classes for people that consider themselves bullied and shunned where we just teach them how to do normal speech. Cuz let me tell you, sometimes people avoid you cuz you're weird and scary. Like when I was in high school, there was a guy who Kept coming up to me and telling me that I would look uh, uh, about uh, luxury vehicles that he would like to see me splayed out on the hood of. And lucky for him, I have the patience of St. Peter with these type of people. So I just laughed it off. But let me tell you, you say that to somebody who's a little less patient than me, I think you should be referred to that class. And I don't think you should be surprised when other people are avoiding you. You know, what's wor- the worst part about that sentence is the word splayed. Yeah. Nothing's ever good. If something is splayed, that's bad. It's like, now splay the frog's ribs open with the rib cracker. Like, that's how you dissect a frog. If he even said, like, I'd love to see you laying out on a Camaro. Still creepy. Still creepy. I'm not here. I'm not making excuses for this guy. I'd like to see you splayed out on a Ford Taurus. It was like at the most random fucking times too. <laughs> I'm sorry, go ahead. I no, I, I I just was freaked out by my own sense. What were you going to say? No, it was like the most random fucking times too. You just say like weird stuff. I hope he's okay now because he, see, he was a little weird, but mostly harmless. Oh, I think he's doing just fine. <laughs> Cut to a mental institution. He's going, ah, yes. Can't wait to, wait to splay my little Sriracha. And it's 
just a doll made of, of toenail clippings and hair. <laughs> He's <laughs> pretending to splay it out on a Ford Fiesta. He did have a weird crush on me. He did have a weird crush on me because I was like, uh, not nice, but accommodating to him. Like if we had gym class and nobody had a partner, I'd be like, yeah, I'll be your partner. One time that happened, we were doing volleyball, but we weren't actually like playing. We were just kind of dicking around. Like the teacher wasn't doing anything. We are just kind of letting us play with volleyballs. And at one point I threw something up because I was playing around with my friends and jumped as high as I could and tried to like spike it. And he out of nowhere is, I was like, that was pretty good, wasn't it? He was like, you look really, really good. Your legs look really good. It's like, thanks. <laughs> I'm 16 and you're 16. So it's not creepy. No, it's creepy. <laughs> I don't like how much I sound like this guy. Have you noticed that? I don't think you sound like that guy. You you don't? No, because yours is usually something spurs it. Oh, wait, no, something did spur him because I wasn't wearing my gym clothes. I was wearing my trailing uniform because you can do that, I guess. I don't know. I didn't feel like getting changed for gym that day. What? It's a sports uniform. These motherfuckers, did I ever tell you, these motherfuckers tried to stop me from wearing my cross-country uniform to gym class because you know what? They're like tight little shorts. I was like, motherfucker, you gave them to me. What's the problem here? It's like, they're too short for gym class. It's like, then why did you give them to me? They're like, oh, so it's short enough to run, but not inside the school, only outside the school. There's nothing I can say right now that's not going to make me sound like this guy. I just have to fall. I just have to fall. I guess I'm going to go back to the splaying thing. (laughs) Although, wait a minute. You know what? Could you splay out? No, you can't. That's a spread. Spray. (gasps) Spray. Spray? Spray me out on top of a brick wall. Just put my my body. You ever heard of the uh, soup maker cartel? What? <laughs> the what? I want you to take my body after I die, dissolve it in a giant vat of acid, and then spray that at a Camaro. I think that's what he meant. I'm sure that's exactly what he meant. I'm sure that's exactly what he meant. I feel so. Every time I hear a tale of Teenage Rancho, I just, all I want to do Go back in time. First off, stop Hitler. Second off, stop that girl from getting hit by that car in City on the Edge of Tomorrow, which would have allowed Hitler to come to power. I feel like we could stop Hitler and save that lady, Captain James T. Kirk. But third, just like go back in time and like just give teenage rancho a hug and be like i know all these people are weird i know they're feeding you butter mayo sandwiches and they're talking about your legs like i promise this gets better uh like like you you hang on you hang on you hang on okay you'll make it through this your future is bright your, your future is bright you got many birds many 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 birds so man you got you got many birds you got a podcast you have another podcast you occasionally go on Twitch, and even when you don't, you feel guilty about it. I do. I'm just saying, all I'm saying is there should be a requirement before you graduate high school. You have to be capable of normal human speech, and you have to be able to maintain that for at least 20 minutes. Oh, right. I forgot the clap. Can't, isn't that why we have Call Me Can't Communicate? And what's that other anime that's like that that teaches you how to be normal? What, Watamoto? That's not that. No, 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 no. We watched an episode of it. Oh, oh it was, I'm an, I'm an B-tier character. Oh, yeah. Like, somebody's name is a D-tier. I don't remember. It was something like that. It was some dumb seasonal show, but it was funny. Yeah. There are these two animes out there that just teach you how to be normal. Tommy can't communicate, and of course you're doing good. You're an S-tier character. Just if we sat these kids down and just made them watch these, high school would be a lot easier for everybody. We just need to have, we need to have classes. One entire day could be compliments. What is good? What is bad? Settings that are appropriate and not appropriate. Appropriate, maybe in the hallway. Not appropriate in the middle of gym class. No, there's no, there is no pro. Even if you were at like the 1999 international splay off, <laughs> having him come up to you and be and be like, "Hmm, uh, Sriracha, I've I've, I've been uh, uh, checking out your splaying," and you know, I honestly think that like you're you might achieve maximum splayage on uh, Honda Galant. Weird. There's it's weird. Why are you talking about splaying and me and cars? Yeah, stop talking about I, – I, it was weird because I also didn't know cars. I mean, I still don't. Like, what were some of the cars this person wanted you splayed out I on? remember like Maserati, Lamborghini, like, you know, the fancy cars everybody mentions. But I have no idea what they look like because I don't know cars. So I'm just like, yeah, car. <laughs> you know what? 
I think you need no, now I'm insulted on your bat. I think you look good splayed out on any car. A Nissan Sentra, a, a, a Dodge Neon. It's You know, it's not the car. It's the splay. I saw somebody on Instagram say that, that like women have a hole in our brain. It's just like what cars look like for something. Like you've turned on the Uber app and you say, uh, picking you up is Jonathan in a black Toyota Hyundai Max. And it's like <laughs> <laughs> nothing happens in my brain. Just car. Okay, oh. black car. All right, look. I've had quite enough of display conversation. I'm going to end the show. Don't forget, next week we're doing more voicemails, and next week there are no rules, although there is one rule, no slurs. But other than that, there are no rules. You call 848-863-5343. You email your voicemail to the loudest podcast at gmail.com. We are giving you, the listener, a voice, and next week your voice will be heard. Yes, we will splay you all over the this episode. How about, you know, we need a splay jar. Every time someone says the word splay, they got to put a fiver in the splay jar. Is that your rule or do I get to pick a new one for you? Because splay doesn't bother me. Splay doesn't bother you. No. A teenage boy said he wanted to see you splayed out on a Mazda. That was the context is what made it weird, There's fucker. no good context for splay! It's not the word! It's the word! Well, everything else is bad, too. But that's the worst word you could have put there. Somebody call in and solve this. Even us. if he had said spread eagle. No, that's worse. Hey, okay, guy, uh, call in. <laughs> no, all right, we're ending. We're done. We're done. We're done. Bye. Bye. Bye.